0: Welcome to the Two Holes Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin. Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Um, They photoshopped their grave, and they did it for months. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got- King Eddie, Michelangelo! I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude! <laughs> <laughs> Brown go wow wow! Hello! Welcome back to the Two Ghouls podcast. I am one ghouling it again. Oh my God, my Instagram people are falling all over the place. You know why? Because I got you on a charger, because I was a dumb bitch and didn't charge my phone before the show. So let's just dive right into it. And I know you guys are probably going to roll your eyes at me on this one. I know. And also, I look like a clown. Let's just address that for a second. I know. I know. I haven't washed my hair in two days either. What are you going to do? Kill me. Anyway. I'm a little bit stressed out right now. I've had kind of a long day. So I just want to like, let's all just take a collective deep breath, right? Okay. Can we do that together? I think that would be really nice. So let's just all in the count of three, just go take a deep breath in and let it sit for a second. <sighs> let it out. Right. Okay. That felt good. I needed that. I'm glad that we had that moment. Anyway, let's just go ahead and jump right into the trigger warnings of today. I want to say one thing. You guys are probably going to roll your eyes at me about this, but I am doing near-death experiences again. I've been thinking about it all week. I literally can't stop thinking about it. God, who's in the comments tonight? Oh, also, I want to remind you guys, this is for my people that don't watch the live streams, but if you want to, you can join live streams Wednesdays at 5 30 p.m. Eastern, where I will do your horoscopes in the opening messages. But before I do anything, I'm going to remember to do the trigger warnings because I always forget. So if descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory real life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror murder sexual interactions mental health anything violent or potentially cruel in nature we suggest that you just gtfo this podcast is not for you you have been warned any of you guys who are here and wondering where sam is Jeez, yeah she oh, what wow what have i walked into that's a great question for us that's a great question i don't know we're gonna see you should stick around I was going to say, Sam is still out. She's on maternity leave and she is about ready to have her baby. And we are all just holding our breath. Can I just say? Anyway, I also want to show you guys our merch that we have going on. Brenna in the chat, if she's in the chat, she should be able to vouch for this. She just ordered herself some Two Ghouls podcast merch. If you go to Podcast dot com or to ghouls.com you'll find us in the right hand upper right hand corner you'll see where it says merch and you can buy really really cute merch and you'd be supporting the show just want to say just want to say all right i'm going to share my screen so you guys can get a look at what we're working with here oh there's so many people here welcome what the heck you guys should let me know who's watching i never know who's watching anyway All right. Can you guys see my merch? Can you guys see my screen here? Yes, you can. Great. So we have a crop top. We have a tank top. We have a mug. We have stickers and we have a regular hoodie. Love it. I live for it. Listen, Sam, Danny, Joey and I all worked on this merch together. Oh, my Instagram people. Let me show you what I'm talking about. And I'm going to give you guys a special code that you can use. Reminder that this, everything that you spend, every penny that you spend on this website goes straight back into the podcast, whether that be like new mics, uh, new equipment, new anything, uh, stuff for merch just depends on how much funds we can get, how many funds we can get. But yeah, also want to say this, I believe the tank top does as well. Ignore my reminders want to say it does okay it goes all the way up to 4xl it goes all the way down to 5xl excuse me although they are unavailable right now so it goes up to 2xl and let's see it comes in pink is that not the cutest fucking shit you've ever seen it says bite me oh my god I love it so much so yeah you can get that in black and pink and if you use code stream yard I'm sorry if you use code stream live stream you will get 10% off and you would be solely supporting the podcast, which is just which that. thought would be great. You know, we need a little bit of help every now and then. Give me Sam work our little booties off on this podcast just to bring you some scary content every fucking Wednesday, no matter what. Let's jump right into it, shall we? I'm going to have Joey come on in a little bit like we did last week, except he's not going to be as zooted as he was last week. <laughs> And he's gonna to talk to us about DMT. I'm gonna read you some more in-depth near-death experience stories. Let me click on one. All right, so this first one I labeled I Died Giving Child or I Died Giving Birth to My Last Child. This was posted by I breed I Breed Evil Spawn two years ago in the Near Death Experiences subreddit. This happened seven years ago and I still remember the feeling like it was yesterday. When I gave birth to my fourth and final baby, I had complications. He was a big baby, 22 inches long and 10 pounds, with very wide shoulders. He was stuck for a while at his shoulders, and the doctor had to use force to pull him out. He's totally okay now. When he was born, the nurses put him on my chest. My husband was by my side, and we were very, very happy. This is where things happened. And it happened so fast. Within milliseconds, my son was gone from my chest and my husband was being pushed away from my side as well. More nurses flooded in the room. They began telling me to push hard and two additional nurses jumped on each side of the bed and began pushing on my stomach hard. I cried out in pain and remember seeing a nurse push my husband from the room. Every time the nurses pushed on my stomach, I felt and heard a massive gush of liquid come out of me. A nurse took my leg from the stirrup and asked me to hold it up, forgetting that I had an epidural and could not feel my leg. Oh, my God, she's completely numb. My leg dropped onto the bed and made a loud audible splash. Towels were being thrown on the ground around the bed. I didn't know what was going on. I cried out one last time when they pushed on me and heard one last gush. That's when the sound in the room completely disappeared. Oh my God, I just realized I was not live on Instagram. I put you guys down. Bitch, oh my God. You guys are probably like, what the fuck is wrong with Katie? She can't get anything straight. I put you down for a second. I'm sorry, I completely forgot. I remember turning my head to look out the massive window in the room, even though it was nighttime and outside was dark. That's when I saw light illuminating from behind a grouping of clouds and it was getting brighter. Suddenly, no one was in the room with me. It was so quiet. You could hear a pin drop. I felt warm. I felt peace. I felt finished, completed, whole. I felt love. I felt like I had been sent to do my job. My job was done. And now I am done and I could rest. My anxiety, fear, constant mild depression that was always with me. I shoved into some back place in my mind so I could function every day was completely gone. It was pure happiness. I forgot my husband, my other three kids at home, and my newborn, still in the room with me, by the way, even existed because somehow I knew they would be all right. I was ready. Then I felt like I was sucked right back into the cold and hurt, like someone dumping a bucket of ice water on you. The shock. Everything felt horrible again. My husband was sitting in the chair beside my bed. I was in a different room now, and it was morning. I was clean and wearing a new hospital gown. I was attached to several bags of IV, uh, one of them being blood. My husband would tell me later that he's not exactly sure what went on in the room after they pushed him out of the room. But the gush of liquid that at the time I had assumed was over amniotic fluids. It was actually blood. He said the bed was soaked in blood. There was blood all over the floor. We're all okay and well now, but it took me two whole years to tell this story to my husband. Part of me is angry and holds resentment for being pulled back from that feeling that I felt. But when I saw the light in the clouds at night, mostly I'm living life to the fullest now. And I see so much beauty in things that I never saw before. I love that about these stories. I feel like every single one is like, oh, I felt no longer, I no longer felt the need to, Um, self-harm I never felt the need to uh, commit suicide after this because I felt that I experienced what I was going to experience when I died and life felt worth living after that and I just think that's so beautiful which really I I can't wait for Joey to get here and talk about some um, DMT like trips that people go on willingly and they go and they die or experience what feels like dying And then they no longer have the fear of death it's beautiful fairly sure i went to purgatory i was born in 1980 for the first 15 years of my life my family lived in virginia beach now this part's a little bit weird because this is a little bit too close to home for me i live in virginia my mother taught me to swim at a very young age and we would routinely go to the beach in the warm months we went almost every day my mom would lay out and tan and i would body surf for hours her two main rules were to stay so she could see me and never go deeper than chest deep water. As anyone that has been in the ocean before knows, though, tides change. The ocean is completely unpredictable and you have to be very aware of your surroundings when swimming. By the summer of my 10th birthday, I was very experienced and a strong swimmer. I never grew tired of going out to body surf and my mother ended up having to get a job so she, could, so she couldn't come with me during the week. My next door neighbor often babysat me during the day. One day in the late afternoon, my neighbor took her son and I down to the beach to swim. And we went right into the water. The first thing I noticed was it was getting to be like high tide and the surf was a bit rougher than usual. But being a kid, I shrugged it off due to the overconfidence of youth. I was swimming out towards the brakes, then swimming with the waves and would go with the wave as they would crest, riding them back into the shore. The last wave that I took was a monster wave and peaked at least at three feet higher than I expected. I attempted to swim faster to catch the top of it before it crested, but I failed miserably. The wave and the white water grabbed me and slammed me hard right into the ocean floor. Oh can feel that. The beast ragdolled me. The last thing I remember was pure panic as I rolled violently across the ocean floor, getting battered by small rocks and sliced up on shells. I have no idea how long I was under, but I went unconscious. Next thing I know, I'm just calmly floating in the black abyss. It was blacker than black, and I could not register any physical feeling. Here's this feeling again. Everyone says they either experience a white or a black ambiance or atmosphere, whatever you want to call it. And the feeling of nothing. That's just oh, chills, 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 chills. It was blacker than black and I could not register any physical feeling. I tried to put my hands on my in front of my face, but there were no hands. There was nothing to move. I was not in my body. I was just consciousness. I just existed in this horribly vast nothingness that seemed like it was everything and nothing all at the same time. It seemed like I was there for an eternity, but I really didn't have a concept of time or at least a way to keep track of it. I was overwhelmed with sheer terror, crippling anxiety, loneliness like I've never felt before or since. And the deepest sadness that were so much more than sadness. I still don't have the proper words to express it. I've never been able to do justice to just how many insurmountably horrible of a place that it was just when I thought I was going to go completely mad with pure soul shattering horror of this new reality. I heard a voice from every direction. It was a boy that sounded like he was about my age. I couldn't see him, and his voice came from everywhere. He told me his name was Christopher and that everything would be okay. He said I wasn't ready, and I was going back. He asked me to tell my mother. He forgave her and said he loved us. I instantly jolted back into my body. I was coughing up uh, water and laying in the sand, having just been revived via CPR by a lifeguard. The waves dragged me to the bottom beat me to literal death, and deposited me on the shore. I know that that lifeguard brought me back, but I also know he didn't. I was taken to the hospital to be treated for a bad gash to the top of my head, small cuts all over my body. I had a mild concussion, but no severe injuries or any lasting effects. I took 16 staples to my scalp. Wow. My mother had to rush to the hospital to consent for them to treat me. They kept me overnight for observation and sent me home. When I told my mom about Christopher, she went sheet white and cried her eyes out. She refused to tell me why she reacted that way or who he was, the guy that she was talking to or they were talking to. Fast forward to five years ago, I was just turning 33 when my son was born. You guessed it. I named him Christopher. When my mom came to meet him in the hospital, I asked her about that day. She told me two years before I was born, she got pregnant at 16. After only two months her father basically forced her to have an abortion She had said if that baby was a boy she was going to name him christopher She said it broke her heart and she never forgave her dad for that She never told anyone about it and obviously didn't tell me either I don't know where I went that day or how it all works after we die. I know my heart stopped As the lifeguard said he didn't feel a pulse when he started cpr. I was dead for maybe a minute There isn't a single day that goes by that. I don't think about that day and my guardian older brother, Christopher. I never did get back in the ocean after that, but I know if I ever did, my brother would be there with me. Sorry for how long this was, but it's good to share it. It isn't something I really talk about often. Every time I tell people it, I generally freak people out. That's interesting. What a beautiful story. It's beautiful, but it's also really terrifying because it's like everyone else seems to see like this great white light or this great feeling of love and nothing feels like you need to worry about it anymore like everything's gonna magically work itself out either that or you're like in this deep perpetual darkness that you can't get out of and all you feel is pure terror now i i have a question i wish kent was here kent from ghost of carmel main if you guys haven't seen his stuff you need to watch our interviews with him or go to his uh go to his channel ghost of carmel Maine, and watch the um i always tell people to watch the forgive me i'm forgetting the word what is the name of that ghost chronicles it's like a thesis of his entire time being in the house it's so interesting i highly recommend if you guys are interested in like paranormal content that shit really 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 sticks with me but anyway i wish he was here because i would ask him about this kind of stuff i'm wondering if that person that went under the waves wonder if they went to purgatory just saying just saying oh i just got an instagram message i'll have to go check that um when joey's coming in and i also have one more story that i wanted to read to you guys from the instagram dms as well uh thank you Morg fairy that's how i remember your um youtube name (laughs) i love it when you guys show up because i'm like i don't know who's listening i don't know who you are i don't know if anybody really listens or if it's just me that listens and i get all the way up to like 40 listens a week you guys are great you guys are wonderful I love hearing from you and if you guys ever think that like you'd be annoying me by commenting or be would annoy me by like saying something hello I love you already I want to talk to you I love I love hearing from you guys it's the best okay so I just read it's pretty sure I went to purgatory Joey is taking a quick shower right now so I'm gonna try and let him know that I need him in a couple of minutes but bear with me I'll be right back enjoy this sound of nothing while I go in the other room. I wish I could provide you with music, but I can't. Hey, Joey. Joey. Uh, are you done yet?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. He said he'll be done. He said he'll be done in like the next couple of minutes. So, Let's read some more scary near-death experience stories. I want to know what you guys are thinking about all of this. Hold on. I just got a message. uh, Hold on. Got a comment from Caitlin Petty. It would be quite a shock to suddenly not be able to use your senses like a deprivation tank, especially because we feel and sense so much every second of our lives. Yes, dude. What about all those people that go in those? um, Oh, You just said it. What the heck? Those deprivation tanks. Those people that go in the deprivation tanks they literally can't feel anything they're floating there they're like sitting in this pool of nothing but salt water and they're floating you guys have seen stranger things it's just like 11 when she's floating it's the same thing same thing and you're floating there and people see the craziest shit you guys we're gonna have to like look up videos tonight of people going through it because there's like videos they'll, they'll, they'll like put a camera in it inside of the um the container And the shit that they get on tape is wild because people will go back to memories from like their deepest childhood traumas that they don't even remember. It's it's bizarre. All right, so this is a shorter one. This is my near-death experience. October 3rd, 2020. I called that day my new birthday. While at work, I had just eaten lunch. My neck started hurting first, then it went into my chest. I had severe chest pains a year ago and they told me that it was indigestion. So I thought it was the same thing happening again. I got off my bulldozer and had a friend take me to the office, figuring that I'm needing some Tums. I told my medic what was happening. She gave me Tums and aspirin. She knew I didn't look right, though. The pain went into my arm. Now everyone is freaking out, including me. So I prayed to God and asked for forgiveness. Soon I told them the pain was leaving, and that's when I passed out. When I woke the medic, He was on my chest pushing. I asked why she was doing that. She replied that my heart stopped. I said, no, it didn't. I told everyone that I was sleeping and had this dream that I just wanted to tell them about. Oh, my God, this is crazy. She said, Brian, you died. What? So I started looking around the room. My shirt is cut open and the defibrillator was talking. Realization hit me like a ton of bricks. When I passed out, it was dark. Then the light came so bright that I couldn't see anything. Then I was inside the light. Oh, that's so interesting. I looked all around me and saw nothing but light. Again, what is it with the similarities? Is this crazy. This just tells me that this is more real than I think I'm like prepared to accept. You know what I'm saying? This is freaking me out. Then I was inside the light. I looked all around me and saw nothing but light. Then it started going away like a lifting fog. I was coming out on the other side. I first started seeing pine trees that I was floating above. I floated down and looked under me and there was this garden so intense with different colors that it it completely entranced me. All I could do was stare at as I floated to the right. So now I'm looking across the sky and I saw lights lined up straight up and down and they were moving towards me as they got closer. More lights started appearing. I had no fear, though. And oh, my God, all the lights merged together and formed a man. He was all light, no facial facial features, just light. And he floated up and down and sideways in front of me. I can tell he was looking at me. Then he came right by me. Then he moved to the right so fast that he left tracers of himself. That's when I opened my eyes, laying on the floor. I died again in the ambulance. Didn't see that light. Didn't see the light that time. All I saw was a giant circle filled with flowers. I died a third time on the operating table, but I can't remember what I saw because they shocked me really fast, so I wasn't gone long. All I felt was love. Hmm. Short and sweet, but I like it. Again, with the fucking similarities. I can't. This is freaking me out. All right. This next one is going to be about light beings and the void. Now, when I've done astral projection before, I've seen light beings and I i don't know. I just ha- I have like preconceived notions of this story already in my head. So let's just jump right into it. 2015, I was pregnant with my last child. Constant contractions, pain, and preterm labor made me a frequent flyer to the ER. About seven and a half months in, my doctor decided to send me over to an amniocentesis to see how far the baby's lungs were so we could deliver. At that appointment, I would find out that I had placenta preacrita, piacrita, A-C-C-R-E-D-A. I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that word. Baby's placenta had pushed its way through the very thin part of my uterus wall where I had multiple C-section incisions. Fast forward one week, I was on the operation table. I died from blood loss, 10 hours of surgery, doctors fighting to bring me back, and my family making plans for a funeral. Wow. I was in another place, though. It was all gray. Oh, this is interesting. Gray, not white or black. It was all gray around me, maybe a void of some kind. I was on top of a mountain overlooking a sea, maybe an ocean. It was so foggy, but I couldn't see the water in the distance. I happened to look down from this mountain and on a ledge about 10 feet down was my body face down. I knew it was me. I recognized my hair. My reaction was one of, oh, okay, that's me. I'm dead. I wasn't scared. I wasn't sad or upset, nervous, nothing. As I turned around, I know I was now in a bed of three beings standing at the bottom of my bed. They telepathically told me, you're in ICU. You're going to be OK. End quote. These beings were made of light, tall, thin, um, neither male nor female. So they're non-binary. They had long arms. I couldn't make out any features at all. Just an outline of light. I seen them through my eyelids before. I even opened my eyes. When I opened my eyes, I was in the ICU and it's been six years. I have longed for the feeling of absolute love and connection that I had for the next five months after my near-death experience. I want so badly to know what it all meant. Why do some see things and some don't? And what were they? Has anyone else had an experience like this? It changed my life. I felt a connection to everything. I knew everything, yet nothing. My human brain cannot wrap my head around this experience. These just get crapsier and cheer, You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm curious. And I can't really say too much because it's not my story to tell. But I do know someone that has had a near-death experience, and I thought this is where the story was going, but clearly it didn't. This person saw beings, and at the time, he explained it as God and Jesus. And listen, you know this podcast is a completely open listening to all religions, all sides of the story, all beliefs, whatever. Hey, Joey, can you get me a drink, too? I was just telling them, I was thinking about, um, you know, the person that we know that had a near-death experience, right? Uh, You know him. No, you can't say the name, and no, that's not it. But you know how they can see things now? Do you remember that incident that I told you about a week ago that happened when I went and visited? God, I wish I could tell you guys this shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like two vowels Yes, that person. So anyway, he had a near death experience. He told us that he saw God in Jesus. And I remember at the time being a Christian, I was like, "Oh, wow. Like this is this is profound." So I kind of hope I'm not doing exactly that again. Oh, you giving me a shot. Okay. Well, are you ready to just, like, talk for a hot minute about death? I suppose so. I hope so. God, you didn't even get me a chaser. What do you I expect me to do salt. here? Salt? Why can't I have a pizza, damn it? I told Joey to pick up pizza on the way home, and he was like, no, we're budgeting. Ew! I hate. Oh, yes. My zero cola. <laughs> Actually, bring me my diet Dr. Perky, if you will. Please. Not sponsored, but would love. (gasps) I'm thinking of booking time in a flotation tank soon. That's so weird. Bitch. Oh, I need to know the details after you do this. I want to go with you. What the heck? I would love to do that. I've been telling Joey for years. I want to go on an ayahuasca trip. And I'm like, "Mm." Sensory sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. Um, ghost of the month is gonna try and do that. She said,
1: or they said. The place around here is crazy expensive to do it. How
0: expensive are they?
1: Several hundred dollars. Like for an hour. Five hundred. Three, four hundred dollars. Oh, that's well worth it. Like thirty minutes.
0: Uh, Oh, well worth it. Well worth it. Well worth. I need that and a tummy tuck. Can you do that?
1: Okay. Let me just start only. (laughs)
0: <laughs> joey and i've been talking more and more about starting like a feet finder or no what are the, what are those apps that you can like sell your feet pics on yeah i would sell these babies no shame no, I was joey should, should sell his too that's what i told him anyway yeah. you should you don't have hobbit feet you have nice feet i like your feet i'm not like into them like that but you know what no sit right here because this is where the mic's gonna go Uh-oh. right in between us now do you want to be on camera with me sitting right there. Oh. Well, do whatever you gotta do. I
1: need a stand to sit my drink.
0: I can't believe you're drinking alcohol out of a mason jar. Uh, it's
1: got a handle, so it's classy.
0: That's so gross. Joey, I really would prefer for you to sit over here. Seriously. Move your big booty. So where am I gonna
1: put my drink?
0: I'll hold it for you. I'll be your I'll be your table. so
1: are you
0: sort of so i'm not destined to take you out of here i like you i want you to stay so we were just talking about near-death experiences again and i i i, I feel like i'm like a broken record at this point because every single story is like exactly the same what are you doing i just told you not to sit there you bitch this is how we're gonna talk right. the whole time so, hold on here okay Dumbass, fucking dumb stupid mic all right there we go now you can talk so i was telling them about near-death experiences like i've been trying to say for the last 15 minutes and we were talking about people that do these kinds of things for mental health reasons right you know that's a thing
1: what type of things i wasn't
0: here anxiety depression and you know me i have a crippling fear of death Mm -hmm. and i think that me experiencing one of these types of drugs that you're getting ready to tell us about i would i think i would benefit from it or a sensory deprivation tank that would allow me to experience whatever past traumas that i'm not like thinking up in my forefront brain do you know what i'm saying i'd be curious to hear what you think As about sensory
1: deprivation thanks good for that
0: i mean i would imagine it triggers those so memories the, the same memories you want to have with uh I, know DMT. I, I haven't
1: done any research on that or looked into it at all. Just I know from the three or four people I've heard that have done it, they've also, they just go to sleep for an hour and just get like the most restful sleep ever. Really? Yeah. But then again, I've also done zero research. So, wow. take that with a grain of salt. What a guess. A grain
0: <laughs> of salt. grain of salt. So... Mm, what do you know about DMT? Can you explain what DMT is? What does it stand for? What are we looking at when we're talking about that?
1: Diamethyltryptamine.
0: Dimethyltryptamine? This alcohol smells like death. Oh my God, I don't want to drink it. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. A little tequila, good for the heart. make you fart okay continue sorry
1: well i mean what are your questions about it i don't
0: quite know i just want to know all right give me like a base level understanding of what dmt is like should we watch a video
1: you get flagged i probably would i mean from my understanding in no way am i saying i'm an expert of any form or fashion i mean i've done you know few hours of looking into it nothing crazy but essentially is i mean it's obviously a very very strong psychedelic yeah most people that do it say it's like the people that it takes away their fear of death is because it's like it simulates well for them it simulates them going through death and seeing right. what's on the other side right and that's what takes the anxiety away from it. Because they're like, oh, it's not not bad. like this." Is exactly. Very I comforting. need that.
0: I need that. I need to experience death to not be scared
1: of it. Alrighty.
0: You know what I mean? Is that
1: all you're going to say? Well, Why do you...
0: Hey, hold on a second. Why are you not scared of death? Red flag.
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't really have fears of things i can't control because nothing i do changes it nothing like me being scared of it doesn't change it i know that's not you know a practical way to think but that's how i think and it's like i can't do anything about it so why devote a piece of my mind to it
0: i devote every piece of my mind to it all i think about is death i'm like oh it's coming you know and it takes so especially in depression cases especially in these cases that i've experienced it takes away from everything like it, it literally is so crippling like you can't even enjoy a happy moment with family or friends because you're like this all won't matter one day and like i hate to be the debbie downer but that's exactly where my brain goes See, that's
1: where you go a lot of the time you say that you know it doesn't matter what's the purpose of life if it's all a simulation or if we are in an infinite amount of universes what's the point of one person in an infinite number But, I mean, I'm a firm believer of your life has as much purpose as you give it. So, Mm -hmm. saying that there's no point to it, then that's what you're giving to your life. You're choosing to give your life no purpose. You're choosing to not leave a footprint. Yeah. Like.
0: Well, I I think, in my defense, I feel like in these cases where people explain what death is like, they're able to give themselves meaning because of the fact that they've experienced it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not yet able to do it because I haven't experienced death. Oh, hi. Um, Because I haven't experienced what it's like to have these near-death experiences. So I feel like I'm still left in this constant wonder of, like, is this real? Should I, you know, should I pay for someone to allow me to experience the near-death experience or what it would feel like to die?
1: Well, and maybe my black and white view on it could also be from a... I mean, like, for example, you know, if people have had like a near death experience, a lot of times they get that same satisfaction as if they were to take DMT or something like they kind of know what's on or what's out there.
0: So can you take DMT recreationally? Can you take it with a... It's not legal. But can you take it with like a practice or anything? It's not legal at all. No. Nothing.
1: Okay. You can go to South America or something. Mexico. So is that why people go to I mean, ayahuasca trips
0: it. in South Africa and different South places America, like the yeah. islands? And...
1: Yeah I mean you can get it in America but it's you know it's just like well I guess weed's a bad example now but it's like anything else you know it's illegal but you can still get it.
0: But what about okay are shrooms the same idea? Illegal. I understand they're illegal <laughs> but are they like the same thing as DMT?
1: Um, or is it
0: like DMT Jr.?
1: From my understanding of what I've looked into, people's testimonies I've heard. you stuff said like that, that a lot
0: tonight. Okay. From my understanding.
1: Because well, I don't <laughs> want it to seem like I'm some expert when I'm just some random dude. You are a
0: random dude.
1: Um, No, but like people will go to mushrooms and if that's not the answer, then they go to acid. And that's not the answer, right. then they go to DMT. Right. And if that's not the answer, they go to Ibogaine. And right. Ibogaine right, is right, pretty right. much where it tops out. Gotcha. I so like
0: each one is like a junior of the others might have to say ayahuasca is actually oh what ayahuasca is actually made from mimosa tree bark interesting
1: it's actually can be derived from about 14 different plants. really yes some cactus... but it comes straight from plants uh well actually well yeah the ayahuasca is the tea version that has the DM. so then yeah. But there are several different, like, cacti, and a couple different trees. There's, like, I think two herbs that have it. Like, there's many different forms because it's so prevalent in nature. I mean, okay, wait. we have DMT in our brains.
0: I yeah, mean, I want you to explain that do, later.
1: do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Several plants have very, you know, microscopic doses of it. Let me ask you
0: this. So do you think... If You know how people use the argument of, I'm trying so hard not to put the mic near me. It needs to stay right here. I am curious. People use the term, especially in religion, they're like, well, God never intended. God never intended for us to do X, Y, Z. God well, never that's told me people. to do this. Well, that's the- what about plants bro we are given plants they are here on earth naturally are we supposed to take them and then learn about our higher selves
1: it's like i said you know three four minutes ago whatever you do with your life is the purpose you're given it i don't think there's some textbook that we all gotta follow i mean the whole religious side of things i point to me in a bible where it says don't smoke weed right that's what i'm saying the problem is you get you know a religion, then you get surround you know, followers of the religion that then twist, turn out yes, a thing here, That's a why thing I have there, such an issue with and Christianity. next, uh, next
0: Sam says DMT brain. is the chemical that's released in your brain when you do when you do die, hence the near death experience type trips when taking it willingly. Very interesting.
1: But the problem with that is actually the um, most amount of DMT that's ever been tested or found inside of a human brain is about three nanograms, which is about a millionth of a microgram,
0: which is which one dose of
1: DMT for a trip is 25 micrograms. So what's in your brain is about one 25 millionth of, Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, I, I, Which is why it's so much unexplained stuff as to why we get that psychedelic feeling, because yes, it's hyper similar to um, DMT. But the fact is, you know, with testing, we can't find where there's enough DMT for it to give us that same dose we would take if we took it recreationally. Right. And the purpose of DMT in the body is actually the reason it's released, you know, during a near death experience. Is because when your cells start to lack oxygen, whether it's because you've stopped breathing or gone dead or whatever, um, DMT can actually temporarily preserve cells. So your pineal gland will release DMT in a last effort to preserve wow. your cells and like buy you another five minutes type of thing.
0: So when you think someone is like, oh, I died, but I came back. Do you think they just like went to their DMT section of the brain and was like kept alive for like just an extra minute? Is that what you're it's saying? It's not that
1: they go into the DMT part of the brain. It's that the part of the brain that contains it secretes it and your cells That's what I mean, like absorb it as a preservative, essentially. A mm. very temporary preservative. Mm.
0: Sam says, I personally think that the DMT your brain releases when you die is just a protective mechanism.
1: Well, mm. from I, a, I don't know. I want to say I agree, but I'm science. like, oh, but that means that nothing well, no, is real. Well, no, from a science perspective, it is a protective mechanism. It's one last effort to save your cells. It's one last, like, mm. all right, you know, take this. You got an extra five minutes, you know, <sighs> hopefully you get help by it then type of thing. It's <laughs> like, it's, you know, falling off the titanic and somebody throwing you a life raft and saying good luck
0: this is sending me spiraling because i'm thinking like okay well if it's just a chemical if it's just you know your brain acting the way that it should act when you're dead what about the spiritual side of it do you think that that is real or do you think they are hallucinations
1: it's hallucinations i mean that's that's why do you have to say it like that well that's where the disconnect is i mean because A lot of people believe that, um, I don't know, like it's some spiritual breakthrough when you have a hallucination, but I mean, the fact of the matter is we can hallucinate just with what's inside of our bodies and our brains, and it doesn't mean it's some spiritual trip. No, it's a chemical reaction.
0: Yeah. That bothers me. I want to believe that it's spiritual. In the
1: same way when you, you know, if you drink alcohol and get drunk, is that a spiritual reaction? No, it's your body reacting to a toxin.
0: But don't you think that these things are transports or vehicles, if you will, into the spiritual realm? Why would I? Well, why wouldn't you?
1: Well, no, I'm saying what, I mean, what... What does brain chemistry have to do with spirituality? Do you think? I mean, for it's, me, it sounds nice. What
0: is to you a DMT release is a spiritual experience to me.
1: I mean, it sounds nice. It sounds comforting. It is, damn it. But I mean, that's that's religion in a nutshell. They tell you something oh, you want to hear so you can cope me. with death. I mean, because that's that's everybody's fear is the fear of death, and that's why these religious organizations are there and are like. Oh no, you won't die if you just stick with us, you'll live forever and I'm be happiest can know. be. I mean
0: Especially growing up in Christianity, it was like heavily put on you. Like people must be crippled in fear.
1: Yeah, that's not just Christianity. They will put that the, they
0: will lay it religion. on that. They will scare the shit out of you, tell you you're going to hell, tell them about all of the horrors of hell and how God will completely smite you if he finds out that you don't well, believe yeah, in mean, him or his son.
1: That's that's religion in general. That's they try so terrifying. You, you know, if yeah. you don't stick to it, then there's some impending doom or eternal. But death. I get it.
0: I get the fear. I'm I mean, like, honey, I get it. You the know,
1: same way you know the very spiritual community just tells you that you're an idiot pretty much if you believe religion by just making a fool of you Uh, like mocking your beliefs i mean every every But the thing is nobody really
0: fucking knows that's what i just want people to say i'm like listen you don't fucking know i don't fucking know there's no more proof in your religion than there is in my non-religion that there is a being out there and that's okay and it's not okay it freaks me out i don't like it leaving christianity has been one of the most terrifying things i've ever done in my life and like i've never actually said it out loud but yeah like walking away from a religion that i've grown up with
1: maybe it's because you never you took it for granted and almost like took everything that people said around it as gospel so this is the first time you're ever questioning it so it's very overwhelming which
0: is a total 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 no-no in religion at least in my christianity experiences do not question this is the truth
1: well question and it's the only way we get answers Oh, i know and
0: you know what's fucking funny as bible thumpery as i used to be i was really smart i could quote the bible back and forth up down left and right and i can tell you paul in acts or romans was it romans or acts he was talking about questioning religion in general he was like you should be able to question your religion and no one look at you any funnier than like a normal day like you're supposed to be able to ask questions about your religion about the death of jesus christ about this seriousness of religion because this is life or death you know you better fucking believe it if it's gonna be real
1: they should question your you know question your authority whether it be a boss or a religious group or a parent not question them like discredit everything they do but like Develop your own thoughts and just don't take everything someone says as gospel. Like, I mean, who's to say your boss is right 100% of the time? Your mom is right 100% of the time. I mean, questioning things is how we have growth mentally.
0: This whole episode just makes me spiral. Because I want to believe in a one solid truth, you know? Why can't there just be one solid? Why is it not handed to us?
1: There is a solid truth. What? We don't know. Oh, we will God, never the know. the worst answer you could have possibly given me. I mean, it's, I need it's an answer. not the worst. It's just not a comforting answer.
0: It's a stressful answer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm just sitting here validating everything you're saying, but I just genuinely feel scared that there's nothing out there. What if it really is?
1: But if there's nothing out there, what's there to be scared of? Because when you die, there's well, nothing, so to you will be conscious there was, to live through the nothing. I mean,
0: To be fair, though, there was a purgatory where... And and believe it or not, even in the Bible and Kent was talking about this and I'm not I'm not trying to Bible thump. I'm just saying it's interesting because it's in other religions, but there is a quote purgatory or gray area of sorts that we've heard talked about in these stories. There is and I remember there's a quote in the Bible that was talking about it It was like there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth this realm or something like that. Do you think that's where we go?
1: who says it's a place that exists in the first place? I mean, I know that's the fucking send, thing. Send me a postcard. I mean, yeah, there's talk about it, but know. where's one?
0: God damn, one
1: nanogram of evidence. All right,
0: <laughs> Well, what about when people? Uh,
1: another
0: people want to. The truth. Sam says the truth is eventually we will all figure it out. And what is it that I just? I See, just want to that, wanna I don't know.
1: That, I think when we die, it's just you won't be conscious another theory
0: uh, well all right going off of that there's another theory that you are just energy and that when you die you leave this earth you go to a different dimension you go into space you go somewhere space has got a lot to do with this shit i'm telling you space knows something that we don't know there's something fucking out there but where do we go when we die does our energy that is once uh, like in our souls does that go somewhere or do you feel like we just die and see black?
1: I mean, we just die. Poof, lights out.
0: That's all you think?
1: Yeah. So not. what's
0: the point of life, brother? What's the, the point? Listen, is... what's the point? If you're not going to have somewhere to go or somewhere to hang your hat up on after a long life lived, what's the point?
1: What do you mean, I don't to mean to your sound cynical your or legacy anything. legacy is what you hang your hat on.
0: Oh, but that's what I mean. I mean what if your like, legacy means fucking nothing? I mean,
1: that's like, you know, uh, well, then then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean...
0: You gotta speak up a little bit.
1: Let's see. Something else? Well,
0: With that outlook, what did she say, Sam says? With that outlook, the point exactly. is now. Well, yeah, but God, yes, but also That's what I...
1: <laughs> is that's what I that's literally wrapped up what I think like the purpose in your life is the purpose that you give it like us having and being parents oh I agree and And that's why I hate
0: talking about that because everyone's like what about your family how dare you say I'm like no listen I have existential depression because I can't understand what the point of life is unless we give it a point and how do we know that the point is that we have Is true. Is absolute. We don't know. So that's why I fucking spiral. And you have no fear of death. And it just sends me to the moon, bro. And back. I don't understand how your brain works. I am so fearful of what's going to happen that I can't even enjoy the now why are you just standing there yeah, just stop do doing that joey thing joe wait, you can tell you're like joey i'm gonna die tomorrow and he'd be like oh <laughs>
1: yeah i mean I, I don't know i mean i think reality is it's not about spirituality or religion for you you just want to be comforted
0: i want to be and, right damn it you,
1: know, you want to be comforted and knowing that there's it's not just death and you're gone right it's not about and sue me it's for that spiritual. well you know there's nothing wrong with
0: that i would love it if the spiritual side of things were real like i love the idea of being you know i love the idea of being a witch or having manifestations come to fruition because you wished it into the universe well enough when everything comes back to you i, be- I want to believe in like good karma bad karma i want to believe in there being like a reincarnation I'm about to cough the heck out of myself. But, um, yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, if you live in the now and believe nothing happens after you die, if there is something after, you'll be pleasantly surprised. But, all right, yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, hey, well, when you put it like that, how do you know? That you're not for sure like doing the wrong thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you believe in Christianity and then there's someone that believes in, I don't know, let's say someone that's Jewish. They don't believe in Jesus or they don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah, like not the real deal. You have to be fucking sure. I know that you said you'd be pleasantly surprised, but there are some religions where if you don't believe it in the first place, you don't get to enjoy the sweet reward and that's what fucking sends me i'm like well damn it i gotta know the right religion i gotta figure out the right idea but nobody knows and nobody wants to admit that nobody wants to admit that we don't know
1: i've been saying for 20 minutes
0: Ugh, that no. we don't know i mean I just i'm admitting it over and over, me out. and over again
1: and you're getting mad that i'm saying we don't know <laughs> it
0: stresses me the fuck out jesus i
1: don't know i mean
0: all right. Well, what do you think? I mean,
1: I've been in situations where you know, I would say you know, not hallucinatory, hallucin, hallucinogenic, Hallucinate. Not any type of uh, you know, hallucinating spell or anything like that. But you know, I've you know had my four wheeler accident when I was in high school, and mm-hmm. you know, was close to bleeding out. Almost hit my main, you know, uh, my femoral artery. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm sitting in the car and 45 minute drive to a hospital and just making a pool of blood in the car, I'm like, man, you know, this could be it. I'm just. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is.
0: I understand that. But at the same and time. Those, in the don't... moment,
1: it's still that same like, well, we don't know. I guess we'll either figure it out or we die and we won't. Do but you... either way, after you die, I mean, it, it's not like you're going to be conscious so i mean what's it matter what what's on the other are side
0: are gonna be conscious
1: why would we? what if
0: your soul is what's conscious not your body
1: well if you thought everything that ever died was still conscious after death don't you think everything around you would constantly be moving like some harry potter movie or something Ugh. like everything would be you know chairs in the air and everything moving i mean think about that i mean billions of people have lived on earth and died i mean, You think all of them are conscious and just staying quiet, not doing anything?
0: I don't know. That's the thing. I don't fucking know. Sam says, because I don't believe that if the loving Christian God actually exists, he would make anyone burn forever. That's what I was saying, bro. God, this shit is fucking like, I'm also I'm saying that, but I'm also not saying it. Because in some religions, it's like, if you don't believe us for the first time, no, no, you're going to whatever their hell is, or you're going into whatever purgatory that there is, whatever, what have you. If you guys are still here, bless your souls. I was just going to say. The thought left me. (laughs) What was I saying? I was talking about, oh, I was just going to say about God and religion and all of that stuff about being right or whatever. What if there is a God that is like that? We don't know. That's the fucking thing that sends me. We don't know if there is a God, if there is a God, if he's a good God or if he's a bad God. There's three reasons right there already. We don't. Well, the thing is, why wouldn't you assume that it doesn't? Why? Why wouldn't you assume that it doesn't exist? Think of all of the spots on a ladybug or the detail in a snowflake. Think about how think about how a blade of grass has so much detail to it that no one will ever That's m- want evolution. to. It's interesting and beautiful that the earth has transformed into what it is today and what we know it now as. But you're telling me all of this was created out of nothing? That's the part that gets me about the whole Christianity well, thing. Now, don't call me a Bible thumper, but I'm out just of saying... It Ugh. i feel like you guys are not understanding me <laughs> aliens. i'm so worried you guys are not understanding joey says um sam says well i don't personally believe in god so it doesn't matter to me in the long run yes but what if it technically you don't abide by it but what if the absolute so, is that there is a god
1: so what you are loosely referring to would be pascal's wager you know pascal's wager no He's a philosopher and essentially was talking about Christianity or religion as a whole. Um, and was like, All right, let's say, you know, God isn't real and you live your whole life abiding by his rules, you know, and I'd say seventy five percent of the Bible is, you know, a moral code book. Right.
0: Yeah, it's only thou shalt not
1: kill. Thou shalt not yeah. yeah. And, you know, Pascal's wager is why wouldn't we take the gamble to live that lifestyle? Because at the end of your life, you're not going to be like, man, I wish I screwed more people over. I wish I was a less moral person. You know, there's really no downside to living. You know, I'm not saying, you know, the Bible thumpers are the crazy people. Obviously, I'm saying, like, there's no downside to adopting the morality from the Bible. Mm. Not the whole Bible, not, you know. So, Y'all get what I'm saying. I want
0: to be a witch. But, yeah, Is God going to smite me?
1: The Paschal's wager essentially ends with you know, um, at the end of the day, if God's real, then living your life as a religious lifestyle, you're accepted into heaven. And if it's not real, then you've lived a moral life at the end of the day.
0: Fair. But listen, that goes back into my are you going to heaven or hell discussion.
1: Not, not nothing, nothing. The, the big, big bang, bang. See, told you
0: <gasps> britney's here See, britney no downside
1: to being a good person
0: right this is literally, literally a witch so yes that's what i'm saying oh my god yeah sam that brings me into my next topic listen what about oh my god my what room is such it? a mess that was the um i forget what the name of it is the spray bottle
1: any more tequila
0: do i hey britney i was wondering where you were girl i'm so glad you're here sorry for assuming your pronouns i just said girl like bitch you know what i mean anyway um so what i'm saying what i was saying was about sam saying like there's no downside to being moral there's no downside but okay listen 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 and i'm only telling you guys this because i know because i spent my whole life in it i spent 19 years thumping the fuck out of the bible Listen, I know for a fact that religion is not about being a good person. Christianity, at least as it was taught to me, and I went to the largest Christian university in the world, Liberty University. I had Liberty University Online Academy through high school. And I'm not trying to say this is like, a, oh, I'm holier than thou. Listen, I had the education of a Christian woman going through school. And I know that they don't allow you to be in that religion unless you not behave properly, but believe in Jesus Christ as your savior and the bridge across the gap of sin that is between you and God. You're supposed to accept him. And so living a a morale life or whatever, following the Bible loosely is fine. But What if you go to hell anyway, because you were a good person, but didn't believe in
1: Jesus? Then it is what it is. It's out of your control.
0: Oh this podcast is going nowhere.
1: I mean, that's like, you know, are you worried about a car crash that might happen in Tokyo in five minutes? No, you have zero control about it. You don't, you know, that's but
0: I do think about things like that. (laughs) I do I do think about things like that though. I'm like, damn, someone's dying right now. And it makes me sad. Many people are dying. It makes me sad. I'm like, where are they going? Oh my god. I mean, I literally think about every single
1: manipulative. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) LOL. That's exactly my religious trauma right there. That's just manipulative. LOL. Yes. Yes. It's funny because I agree with both you and Joey, but at the same time, my skeptic brain is like, but what if this, what if that, what if this, what if that? There's so many technicalities in religion that I'm just not okay with. I'm not down for this. Why is it indoctrined in children To believe it as if it is true.
1: Because people that believe it think it's the only way to live. That makes me
0: ill because it is not genuine belief in being scared.
1: The people that are, you know, hardcore Bible thumping to children isn't because they're like, oh, we, we better wreck this person. No, it's because they believe that, you know, that is the only way to live without burning alive for eternity. I, I just, mean, um, I'm not explaining that away or anything, but. all
0: right. So. so Brittany says, so I listened to the episode today of Carmel Maine. You know what? It's funny because we were just talking about him. I'm glad that you watched it. She watched it, guys. You should go check it out. I loved it. I live in the same state over in New Hampshire. All
1: right, so facts, goes, Joey. Uh, facts no, specific. not facts, Joey. And she said, if God was a loving God, he would let me into heaven because he was proud of me for who I was well well yeah but the religion says
0: no you only can go if you believe in jesus as your savior that's the only thing
1: from a uh devil's advocate argument um in genesis it says that essentially whatever our fate you know paraphrasing whatever our fate is is decided upon us because god gave us free will so devil's advocate you know that question is you know a softball pitch to somebody that's, you know, in a church environment. So they're like, oh, well, you know, God gave you the free will. It's like
0: It gets uh, that's so it's tricky. Such
1: a hard thing to argue because your arguing was already poured you. I
0: know, you know? but look at the little hat. Um.
1: <laughs> and it's it's really hard to argue that because people that are religious will not be receptive to it because they it'd be like you telling them the sky is pink they're like no i know the sky is blue what are you talking about like it, it's almost a moot point to even try and argue it
0: sam says what you know about god was written by a bunch of men so i take it as a grain of salt. Exactly. bitch that's so fucking true and keep in mind the same bible that we know and love today was rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and, rewritten and retranslated hundreds of times so many times so much so that can you imagine the kind of oversight can you imagine i thought it was hundreds well okay 63 times is still plenty of times to get missed in translation oversights every kind of thing i mean there's different variations well you know know what i'm saying like the king james version
1: is uh, the one from
0: england from 18
1: i'm just you know using different vernacular i mean translating is literally looking at the original script of what is known as the bible okay yeah 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 Starting yeah yeah. From scratch yeah 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 so so
0: that's happened 63
1: times i believe
0: so jesus i mean can you imagine the oversights and the kind of shit that would go into that that people just were like oh i don't quite believe that so i'm not gonna write it
1: translated to I narrative well right yeah, I mean, that's right I, that's what i'm saying yeah and it's that's why like i don't know it it almost seems pointless to even debate about religion because. The people that believe it are never going to, you know, well, almost never going to not believe or steer from anything that they've brought up or, you know, were raised believing. And the non-believers are just going to be like, you know, oh, well, I'll never believe anything they say because X, Y, Z, you know, they're brainwashed or whatever. And I'm not speaking bad about either party. That's just the reality of the situation. This
0: is why I like having you on because you can explain it from like a very unbiased view. Yeah,
1: perversion changed to homosexuality. Yeah, which let's yeah, yeah, show me in the Bible where it says "don't be gay" or "don't be trans" or whatever. I, mean, I
0: it's, know, God, it's, what is it with the. Yeah, I agree. That's probably that. Well, that's solely the reason why I came out of it, because I was like, I don't agree with this. Like, I don't see people the way that. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm still teetering on the edge of religion. Yeah. And so I'm arguing from a place of like, I'm coming out of Christianity. I don't believe in it because of anything that I've seen or anything that I've noticed. But because of I just did that one. But because of the fact that I. I was in doctrines. I was, I grew up in it. That's all I ever known. That's literally my education was centered around Christianity. Every single thing that I can remember about my education and being in church growing up was solely about religion. This is right. This is wrong. This is what we believe. I was in a cult-like mindset and I literally could not have broken out of that. If I didn't have these people in my life, this podcast, you, and my own skepticism of religion and thinking, hey, what if this isn't real? My life just never, for whatever reason, my brain has never been in that train of thought, so I'm like, whoa, yeah. I don't know for a fact that this is real. How come I was taught like it was so matter-of-fact? It's kind of scary. Why do you
1: think I stick to science and physics so much and you get, you know, you get a, said it's way different over here. Um, I don't know what you mean, but uh, but like she's
0: probably in Cali.
1: you know um you know like I always go to science and physics for answers and you're like no just believe the spiritual stuff that's the same argument you're trying to have you're with right me right now I mean <laughs> I know
0: but I find
1: comfort in you're physics right. and science because at the end of the day there's you know right an undeniable answer right I'm not saying that anything in the spiritual no, world but is yours wrong, has has but because at the end you're of the day, basing it on facts well, at the end of the day you know physics has already been proven spirituality, you know, as far as different planes of existence or whatever, or, you know, higher being stuff like that. If it's proven, then you go from there. But right. the way my mind works is if it's not a concrete fact that can be proven over and over again, then my brain's like, all right, well, that's a waste of time. Right. I'm not telling anyone to, or to not believe anything. Like, everybody should believe whatever they want to. <laughs>
0: Joey finds comfort in math, says Sam.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Amen.
0: Oh well, 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 well. And that's
1: that's the beauty of everybody that. being different. Everybody's got their own free thoughts, and that's. But I want that what? in itself. I mean, the diversity of the human mind as a whole is a beautiful thing in itself. I just want We should appreciate instead of argue over.
0: I just want to drive home one point. I grew up in a way that literally never ever entertained the thought anything outside of believing that God is a factual thing. I never once had that experience. Oops, sorry guys on Instagram. I just knocked you over. I think it's just Brittany in the Instagram chat. Sorry, Brittany. I didn't mean to drop you, babe. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just—I've never—I never grew up in a situation where that was ever like a thought, so I never had it engraved in my brain. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, everyone else, one,
0: two, so she's reading one. comments. Yeah. Well, ever, well, and everyone else, including the ones I you love, me. are still in religion, have never had those moments, right?
1: Well,
0: there's a reason for that, <sighs> dude genuinely i I'm, I'm about to say something i might regret oh boy i find it deeply disturbing that
1: <laughs> uh, i don't know where you're going with this but are you sure you want to go with this?
0: <laughs> i just find it deeply disturbing that people that we know believe it as fact and they don't actually have facts just being scared of going to hell
1: devil's advocate you could say the same thing about all this stuff
0: i know all my spiritual stuff my witchcraft i know
1: you have to realize like when you're you know having a debate against christianity or whatever they believe they are just as right as you are that's the case with any debate the debate only happens because they think they're just as right as you think you are about your side right it's not because they think that they're wrong and evil and they're trying to spread the evil no, it's because they I know think that they are right and they think you're that's right and that's answer.
0: exactly what i'm doing with you know what i what i would I'm consider not i believe it. i'm just saying i know, you know that's the I mindset know. i know it. god damn it i know and i'm doing the same which damn is, thing that they do i'm like oh is, no well, this is what i believe do i have to be open you're right you're catching me red-handed the right best now. thing you can do is just
1: inspire curiosity in people's minds yeah. to self-discover
0: right joey preach yes i agree with that guys have you had fun tonight? I've had a good time. Do you want to keep going?
1: About what? Exactly. That's why I asked that question.
0: Because I was like, I don't think that we could have ended that on a more perfect note. Anything
1: outside of nothingness is based off of only belief. Oh, well, dude, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's <laughs> it's not, so fucking If true. it's not in front I of us, it. like, you know, this mouse or something. Then yes. It, it's, you know. Yes.
0: Yeah, fucking yes. Oh, no, it's, Brittany. It's hearsay. <laughs> Brittany fell over again. Brittany. Anyway, guys, I had a lot of fun tonight. I love that we can spiral together. Any questions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any questions? Who's in the chat? Who's here tonight? We have like seven people here tonight. And I'm like, oh, I love it when my people show up. And I don't know who you are. You guys are just numbers. I like to hear Joey's point of view, too. Yes, Brittany is spot on. That's exactly why I bring him on, because he is so... He's such a skeptic. Like, it's hard to get him on to the same idea that
1: I'm. Hold on, You call me a skeptic? Yes! Hold on. So I'm the skeptic for only believing facts. And you're the non-skeptic for only believing hearsay. That's (laughs) not true.
0: I've been kind of coming into my own recently. And I've been thinking about me and myself internally. I'm doing a lot of shadow work, if you will. And I've realized I, (laughs) stop rubbing my back like you want me to say something nice i'm not gonna i'm not gonna compliment you i'm
1: not asking for a compliment <laughs> chilling
0: don't i hate admitting this but i genuinely am just awful sometimes <laughs> we all are <laughs> no anyway i forgot what i was gonna say and i got caught up talking to you but anyway i was just gonna say something do you guys have any questions anything going on Makes more what does sam say I'm trying to leave Brittany up here too.
1: makes more sense to believe in myself than something. Makes I've more
0: sense to believe in myself than something or someone exactly. I've never seen or talked to
1: experience. I guess yes. self exploration.
0: And I can, okay, so, oh, okay. I don't know if this That's is a good cute. idea. What do we think? We're going to drink it? We're going to drink it together? Cheers.
1: It's only two shots. I'm already gagging thinking oh, about it. I mean, I've had almost a mason job.
0: god i hate shots i hate alcohol it's the worst everyone's like i love a good alcohol i love a good steel reserve suck my toe i don't like alcohol it's gross okay (laughs) she already said that anyway i was just gonna say it's been interesting to spiral with you guys because this is genuinely like the reason why I started this podcast was to have communication with people that are willing to talk about this shit and think about it hard cuz it's like you know i guess if you're going to have a religion you better you better believe that there are some pretty believable shit in there because you better be damn right you know what i'm saying so i'm always up for hearing people's i'm always up for hearing people's um experiences and i love a good I love a good libation. Oh, no way. Mm-mm. I was just going to say, it's, it's interesting to have a lot of people's perspectives on this same topic that I've been spiraling about for, I don't know, 20 something years of my life. However long I've been conscious on this earth, I've wondered. And I've been taught that it was God and only God and Jesus and only God and angels. Can we That's we
1: Mario Kart after this?
0: Yeah, do you guys want to watch Mario Kart? We could do an Instagram live too and do that. Oh, we play Pokemon do we have together. <sighs> guys? Joey really likes Pokemon. And listen, if you guys want to follow him, what's your at? Because I feel like I, I feel like I'm gonna have to start introducing you here more often because you really do come on a lot. I mean, on What's
1: I mean, what you what your at? Is that Instagram? Instagram.
0: What's your fucking Insta? It's like Joey Ryan 96 or something like Dunk like that.
1: Man, it's not like I've ever used
0: it. Joey's from Joey's from a little town called King William, Virginia. Uh, and on it an is.
1: A-Lit, which is a <laughs> city inside of the tiny town.
0: <laughs> Literally, King the William. only thing in the town is like a Dollar General and a food line. And it is just. Uh, its just good.
1: has got one stoplight
0: and a valero a burger nope, king that's king william <laughs>
1: no ala's got uh one stoplight um and the haircutting place that's inside of an old house oh my god and a place where you can get hot dogs and ice cream and that's it and that's it and
0: that's it honey that's all you well, it get was
1: a gas station but they took the pumps out so you literally just <laughs> hot dogs and ice cream is the only thing in Alet. <laughs>
0: This is so ridiculous. I always make fun of Joey. Oh no, Brittany and Bobbin for apples just fell over. Bobbin for pumpkins.
1: Sorry, guys. Guys, just leave it sideways.
0: Okay. Yeah, you guys can watch us like this. Um. God damn it! What was I about to say? It was something oh, about Alet. Yeah. Um. I always make fun of Joey because he's from, he's a good old country boy from Alet, Virginia.
1: Eh, I don't feel like I'm the country boy i feel like i'm just some dude that happened to live in I a look i mean, I mean but people used folks, to call but...
0: you you used to when we met joey used to be like okay so imagine this i'm with someone else okay i'm walking around at a summer camp because i'm just trying to make that extra buck during the summer and i love jesus so i went to a christian camp okay joseph who i met there i
1: think caitlin petty was there too yeah, yeah caitlin, caitlin petty was, the was there, there. she can vouch Siler.
0: yeah caitlin Siler. she can vouch Know she's Joey here, used to be as country as I could possibly remember. I used to try and well, do everything country to impress way. him when we were dating. We
1: were in like an echo chamber, so everybody's personalities were amplified because we were only <laughs> around, you know, twenty five <laughs> <I>
0: people I know. <laughs> Why do we have to be so like like this drive your personality Caitlin, home? Killing, killing me. me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love Caitlin. Well, so I don't cute. know if she
1: was in King William or a but. <laughs> you she knows what we're talking she knows she knows oh my
0: god there. yeah god she knows more about this conversation than i do because she lives yeah. I mean, with we you out there to together, yeah, yes oh uh, yes okay so i make fun of joey all the time and caitlin can caitlin can vouch for this sam does it too brenna's here she knows joey's country right like he well, people call them cornbread like he drinks out of a fucking mason jar and he drives a fucking ford what's the kind of car you have truck uh, excuse me one of
1: my dream cars Three dream vehicles a 95
0: f-150 yeah and it is like this Extended super boxy job. super sexy i like it a lot super cute truck that you would see on like a good old boy's farm, right? Okay, this is him. And when he met me, imagine Joey sitting at one of those round, brown MDF tables that you find at a summer camp inside of like a cafeteria area. You roll them on up. Joey was sitting with his coffee and his mug and he would go, he would watch all the girls walk by and he wouldn't say hello to any of them. He would be like, morning, Katie. And
1: I was like,
0: "This country."
1: But Joey has no leg to stand on. <laughs> <those> Protest. <laughs> no, I think honestly, the reason that I, you know, dislike the whole country stereotype, and I know we're all joking here, agree, is because baby. is because so many people, you know, hear a country accent or something, and they're like, "Oh, that guy, you know, must have a two digit IQ number." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and, yeah. I know I'm not trying to pump myself up, but
0: Joey's you know, like wicked smart and it freaks me well, out. The
1: thing is, even people I grew up with my whole life assume that I'm just, you know, some idiot. But
0: Yeah, like someone else we know.
1: Just because, you know, having these deeper conversations, I only like having with people that I'm on a deep connection with. Like right. Katie.
0: so you guys are seeing joey in like a and whole new see, light they, what the fuck uh,
1: physics are self-teaching calculus for fun <laughs> yeah
0: joey's weird like that
1: well you took down all my
0: yeah joey they're all in they're all in that file i can actually get fun fact about me you know how you keep your files like if you have a desk and you're like in a very mature setting you want to make sure all of your files your social security all of your shit needs to be like in a file and safe and tucked away i have a file cabinet and what i do to keep like old letters notes and like paintings from sunny or, or theories from Joey I put it in um a file of its own and I labeled it memories and it's just super easy so you, like you know how like you're like oh I, I want to have this but I don't want to throw it away just create a file for it babe yeah these are all of Joey's theories and they used to be hung up on my wall this uh, was my this old is, background
1: this is my favorite page out of my bookshelf. I just love this page.
0: The but one that I put a bat on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah! Baby. You guys can oh, see.
1: You can see it because
0: <laughs> the Wow, it's so clear on the um on the other screen. You guys can see on my page. Instagram, babes.
1: These pages, after I'm done, feel like art for myself. Like yeah. I can hang them up on the wall and be satisfied.
0: This is his string theory one.
1: No, it's not. I thought it was. No, that's my um, theory on the shape of the universe. Which after I did that nasa came up with the same theory three months after i did same with this page came up with the amount of planets in the universe joey's NASA, freaky two smart months after i came up with my number came up with the same number but they were behind
0: <laughs> i'm Still serious program, NASA.
1: <laughs> Losers. <laughs>
0: Joey's like really wicked smart. That's why I bring him on because I'm like, guys, listen, he knows his okay. shit. And if he doesn't believe in something, then I'm immediately like, red flag, red flag.
1: I'm almost positive Caitlin was uh, in the the tag program with me, the talented and gifted get- program back in <laughs> elementary school. Oh man, that was about hundred years ago. One of those because <laughs> Kilmarnock's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: that's probably not gonna be funny one day (laughs) I always worry so much about the people that like are listening to us that are from like our hometowns I'm like what do they think what kind of upheaval are we bringing to their world that we make a podcast and we talk about this kind of shit it's I mean it's worth questioning right guys religion is worth questioning life and death is worth wondering about that's why we made this podcast Anyway, I think I'm gonna cut us off here for the end of the night. If you guys want to watch us play fucking Mario Kart, we're gonna jump on Instagram Live I'm in a little probably
1: bit. Probably gonna get on the Switch and just do the Super Nintendo Pack that's on the Switch. Yeah,
0: something like that. But
1: it's got like a hundred different old Nintendo games you can play.
0: Yeah. All right, so you guys can follow us, and I'll turn you guys around. Remember. Our merch is on twogools.com, twogoolspodcast.com. You can find us up in the right-hand corner and click on merch. And there you will find our new collection, the Why Don't You Just Bite Me collection. And you can get 10% off just for listening to the stream today because I love you. And it's 10% off if you use code live stream, all caps. That's it. I hope that you all have a lovely rest of your evening. I love you and I will see you on Mario Kart. Goodbye. Oh no, how do I get out of here?